It was the 101th minute. He moves around the field like a gazelle. I think you're talking about changing the fundamental rules of the game. (laughs) You're definitely getting roasted there, Sticks. (laughs) I'll give you an early tip. (laughs) Don't ever do it with your missus. Welcome back to another week of the Battlers. How are we, gentlemen? Beautiful. Very good. Bit of rain. Lovely. Yeah. Nice and steady. Yeah. Don't want the exact rain we wanted to break the drought. Yep. Don't want to just dump down and then run off. Yeah. Yeah, we just need another four days of it. Yeah. Definitely. This will help. Yep. Yep. Welcome to the Battlers Farming con- um, Podcast. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> um, a few players down this week. I've been called back in. I thought I'd struggle to make. Make the first grade side again after missing last week, but straight back in due to injuries. So you got me, Bones, Duck, and Fishing here. Plenty happening. Plenty happening. Cricket. Oh, it was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Imagine, like, what would have been two or three years ago if you said, Oh, at the next 50 over World Cup, Warner and Maxwell will be your two high scorers in. Mm. Oh. Warner's been fucking incredible. Yeah. yeah. Where's that come from? Oh, what? Why? Do you think it's his mindset when it comes to a test? That I've, I've got to stay in. I've got to take the sting out of the ball. I've got to stay in. He just goes out there and plays a total different game. Well, when he was playing good test matches, he wasn't playing that yeah. traditional opening role. He was belting. So maybe he just can't do that. But then he was threatened to be kicked out of the test team because he was getting out. Oh, no, we've had a broken chair already. The big boy. Well, if you weren't on a diet before. Fucking budget cuts in here. <laughs> Get you one of these exercise balls. You can sit on that. Me fucking, me headphone cord isn't long enough either. No, your headphone cord isn't long enough. I'm sitting here like a hunchback. Oh, dear me. There you go. Sweetheart. I need to relax. All right. Standby technical difficulties. Yeah, no, we've caught up now. We're all good. Um, yeah, he was always like, like when he was getting out in that little period, they were like, oh, he needs to change his game. And he has changed his game, but it hasn't worked. So go back to what does work. Yeah, I feel the pressure's off in in these types of formats compared to um, test level because, you know, test goes for five days. If he gets out cheaply, then... Yeah, it makes a massive that, difference in these. Yeah. The people go, oh, it happens. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, and there's there's never chat about him leading up to short format games. There's never like, oh, who's going to replace one? Whereas it's always there in the test, even though there's no one really better knocking yeah. down the door. It's always we need to find someone to get rid of Warner. Yeah. Whereas you don't find it so much in the short, in the lead up to short format games. Well, he's just been banking hundreds. I want to see him do it against India. What did he? What did he score against India? Not much, did he? No, I don't think it was a lot. None of them scored much against India. Well, no, no. one, no one has all tournament. To be fair, no, they're just they've got it. They're keeping really, but yeah, it's you want it's a long tournament though. There's the, still plenty, plenty the, that could go wrong for them. So how's it all work? I've never, I haven't looked at the stupid. format. Do, does everyone play everyone? Mm-hmm. And there's ten teams. There's ten sides. So there's ten games. Yeah, well, nine. Can't play nine self. Games, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're halfway through the group stage essentially but then i don't know where it goes to from like does it go to a top four go through and play off or is the just top two in a final um well they, they were saying know. today that game last night was massive for our run score so well yeah it's all it's all based on net run rate and so at the moment we are fourth 
just checking who hasn't played games. England, Sri Lanka of other game behind. So we're fourth with three wins. We're the only one on three wins. Pakistan and Afghanistan are behind us. New Zealand and South Africa are one win in front of us. But our net run rate's 1.1. Is England New- last? Is England at eight? Yeah, they've, they've only won one. And uh, they play Sri Lanka either today they've, or tomorrow. They've only won one and they've played most of the mm. bottom sides. Yeah, they got beat by Afghanistan, didn't they? Yep. Yep. So they still have left. Like, I don't think they'll... They've got Sri Lanka today, 7.30. But then moving forward, they've got India. Yep. And then us. And then the Netherlands. And I think they had one more. Then Pakistan. So, like, so they've not got an easy run. They could potentially only win one more game and go through a hot, like the biggest, the most amount of pool games, um, cricket World Cup, and only take two, which would be fucking delightful. Pakistan have been playing pretty badly too. Um, I don't think they've won too much. Nah, they're either. pretty. No, well, that's, oh, they've won two, but I think they've played the. I think they've had a good run of it. So that's a game that they will. None for 220 or something, weren't we? And then, yeah, sort of slapped them around the last 20 overs. But, um, it is so it's just a semi final, and so that's why it matters you've because we're you've got to finish top four, and we're fourth at the moment. You don't want to play India, oh, yeah, you'll yeah, we'll go straight into a final, so you would be 1v4, 2v3. No, you don't want to finish fourth. Um, but we can, I suppose, that's why they're saying about run rate. Because we can catch up to New Zealand because we still have them to play. Yeah. Um, we played South Africa, yes. Yeah, they flogged us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's New Zealand really that we're in the battle with. That we want to try and leapfrog over them. We've still got Bangladesh to come. They've got Sri Lanka. We've got Afghanistan. They've got Pakistan. They haven't played South Africa yet. Um. There's one more for us there. Oh, and then we have the England game. Um, that England game would be huge. Because mm. South Africa only scraped home against them, didn't they? One run, something like that. Or, oh, yeah. no, no, that was the rugby. Point. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same night. They got just started in both. Oh, how good. South you love Africa to see. No, nah, they pumped. South Africa pumped England. Seven for three ninety nine. England all out for one hundred and seventy okay. off twenty two <laughs> overs. <laughs> Jeez, they must have gone for it. Yeah, three ninety nine. Did Serious you score? It's what we scored last night. Exactly. Did you see um, uh, Cummins' interview after the game? I last did see night? that that we both contributed equally yeah. to the innings. I liked. <laughs> what was that? He got eight in, in the in the one hundred and twenty run partnership with oh, Maxwell yeah. or whatever. So it was. he just got off strike. Well, no, Maxwell just didn't give it to him. Yeah. Maxwell just went boundary, 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 single. Boundary, 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 three. And just kept himself on strike. 40 balls, that's pretty impressive. Uh, when he's on, he's incredible to watch. Yeah. I didn't see much of his innings, but I saw the last half. and you, just... He has to remain in the team for this one thing. Like he's, he's the one that's always in and out of this side. I think he just has to be there because when he's on, he's so he wins you the game. Yeah. Like hands down, no questions, even if you're playing India. If he is at full 100%, he will win you the game. The issue is is that... It can go cheap. It can go very cheap. But so can a bloke who's only who's 100% is only at 70%. Yeah. 
So you, you're better off having Maxwell, I think, for that top end. Yeah, even if he comes out and gets 30 off 15 balls. Yeah, that's usually what you don't see from him is the problem. It's usually five and under well, we got, or 100. We got a duck the other time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, if you've got one of those guys in your team, it's it's very – you can handle it very easily. If you've got four or five, it becomes a bit more of a problem because they that's what the stars got to in the big bash. They had – Stoinis, Maxwell, um, and a few of those other guys. Well, a few of their other guys just weren't getting any scores. He's he's perfect when, even though it didn't work the other night against Pakistan, when they were none for 220. Yeah. And then Marsh got out and they went, righto. In you go, Maxi. Yeah, it doesn't matter There's what no happens. There's no pressure, mate. Just, just yeah. fucking go to town and Swing away, he yeah. missed first hit. But th- that's the perfect situation. There's no pressure. Mate, if you get out for five, you get out for five. If you get 100 off 40 balls, or fucking happy days. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, um, a, he's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. Rugby? You put rugby up? Yeah, well, you got South Africa versus New Zealand in the final. This, this looks to be an absolute cracker of yeah, a match. Yeah, I'm pretty keen to watch it. I, to, New Zealand absolutely flogged Argentina last week. Yeah. And New Zealand scraped home against England. How's the, yeah, how's the, like, like they've been mediocre for their standards. New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. They Almost have. all year. Yeah. And then suddenly they're just, like, they're not, they're not unbeatable. No. I think South Africa probably going as favourites. They've, yeah? they've had a pretty easy run through the finals, I thought. Apart yeah. from, um, they beat someone half decent, but this this is going to be their hardest test for sure. I think they beat uh, South Africa beat them in the lead up warm ups, yeah, and then France beat New Zealand in the in the pool, mm. and then New Z- South Africa beat New, uh, France. So I don't have much between them. I'd love to see South Africa win it. Me too. Less love to see not New Zealand win it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't no, I don't. It's just it's any any side that that's dominant yeah. that is that dominant, you just yeah. want to see the other team win. Hmm, it's like Panthers now. Yeah. I don't want to see Panthers no. win anymore. No, hundred percent. History Except they're they're arrogant pricks. They too. Play, like, these, these two teams play very different football from what I've seen. Yeah. The South Africans are big forward muscle. Yeah. Like they just keep it in the ruck and just dominate you through the middle where New Zealand sort of flare it around a bit more and play expansive rugby. If you if you look back at the um, previous World Cups, history also always suggests that New Zealand go really well until the finals. And yeah, well, that's true. They don't, and then they fuck up. Whereas it looks as though it may be the other way this time, and they're sort of coming good. I wonder if that yeah. was a focus. Like, I wonder if that's part of what they've gone. Look, we came wound up for round one of the pool matches, whereas we probably didn't need to. We probably need to. You saw that. We see it quite often, not as much since Panthers have been dominant, but those teams in the NRL, when they win that minor premiership, they then fade by the end of the finals. Yep. Like Storm did it on their second year, like defending theirs. Roosters did it defending theirs the next time. Yep. Like there's quite a few of those when you just, you can't yeah. keep up. And yep. as these international tournaments get longer and longer, it needs to be about balance of your squad and how many, like getting all your squad onto the f- pitch and, 
having them there so you're resting some big guns but also getting those guys who might come in for an injury later on some actual game time before it's here you go you've got 10 minutes to win a fucking well well it's been about what two months for the world cup for for the rugby well fucking i think aussies have had a holiday since and they got eliminated at least a (laughs) A month month ago ago. Yeah. yeah So that's a long time. Yeah, it's a big. It's a for a tournament, mm-hmm. and then cricket's going to be roughly the same as well, isn't it? Yep, they all tend to be going that way. I guess it's money. The longer they go yeah, for, the yeah. more money they get. But like the FIFA World Cup's adding an extra twelve teams or whatever they're doing. Like, mm. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm. I like it. It's hard to be invested for the whole comp. I was going to say yeah. I like it in the moment because when you're really invested, you just want more, no matter what yep. it is. But but I want more as in every night. Yeah. Yeah, like, not because is the rugby, I mean, obviously at this stage it has to be to give the players a break. But during those pools, weren't they still having rest days where nobody played in the middle? With? The rugby. Yeah, yeah During yeah. the pool matches oh, even, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't even every night. See, no. I think you've just mm. got to they'll find focus, a... They'll focus around weekends, most yeah. of it. Yeah. I think you've got to find a way to make it, not necessarily every night, but... Most not like six from seven, five at the very least. Yeah, yeah. It's a different animal to the BBL though, because when the BBL first came out, you remember it only went for a short period of time, and you were just sort of given uh, matches. They weren't every day either, but now they've sort of expanded it too far. Yeah, well, I enjoyed it when that was bang bang bang. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was going to be on tonight. Yeah, but. N- Pretty much now they've they've saturated it too much. Cricket's a lot different too. You can't have rugby players playing. No, they can't play every no, two or three no, nights. No, no. I mean, basketball do it all year. Like, but there's yeah. five games. But I mean, obviously, very different market and all those sort of things. But basketball teams are playing three out of four nights or um, that sort of thing. Backing it's up. Incredible how long they can play for the amount of games they play. Wild. The fitness of those blokes. Must and even just the off be. season's not that big. No. And they're back into it. Yeah, it finishes late, well, early May, late April technically, but by the time it's all over. I mean, uh, that is the thing. The two teams that make the finals, it's not a long off season. Yeah, yeah. But if you're eliminated pre the finals. I don't feel sorry for them. No, they're going all right. <laughs> they don't seem too bothered by it either. Seen that young Aussie, you can't even think of his name. He's like a fringe player, just signed four years for $82 million. And he's like not even. Not a fringe player. Twenty-two million a year. Who was it? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was eighty million four years. Or Must something. be Giddy, is it? No, no. Never heard of him. Wow. Couldn't tell you who it was, but I never heard of him. Yeah, right. It's not chump change. No. How can, many? How many? Fact check. Actual, That's like a mid-range contract these days. How, how many actual players play the whole season? Does that happen oh, at all? I don't know if I don't think you have. Any play all 82 games or 86 games or whatever it is, your stars would play, barring an injury, your stars would play a massive, massive chunk of those. Like they could play 80 out of 86, say. But no one ever plays all. I don't think so. Not not big minutes. You might have role player guys who get on for two and three minutes at the end of games, suiting up for every single game or checking in for every single game. Be interesting look, to see. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'll, 
I was a bit wrong. You had a bit of MSG there. No, it's Josh Green. He plays for Boomers, but he's not that well. No, 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 he's not. Yeah, so and he's sixty-four million, four years. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's that's getting closer to a, um, not base level contracts. The base level contracts are like six or seven mil, I think. Um, but your mid range is like your Giddy would probably be getting a hundred mil over four, I reckon. Wild money, that's just still pretty good. Yeah, like like for for a bike who I mean I know there's only six of them. Yeah, yeah. in starters, but fuck like. There's 30 teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Oh, a lot it's just of money. incredible money. Speaking of lots of money, Phoenix Crossland got a yeah, what upgrade. 12 million a year. <laughs> <laughs> 600 a year, what which no, I thought was pretty high. You, I just threw that out. You know that, don't you? No. I just threw it in the chat as, as shits and gigs. Surely it's <laughs> not 1.8 uh, for three years. Oh, well, well, you've hooked me. <laughs> I thought it would be about 400-ish, I'd yeah. imagine. That's what he's worth. Yeah. I can't imagine any more. I, I think, they'll pay, I think so. they'll pay more than that. Because they've signed him off the back of... Like, I mean, I know that they had to sign him, but he's been signed off the back of those last 10 games. Mm. Well, he was very good, but I just don't think he can sustain it. You look at these stars, like breakout stars, who come out and have a very good year, and then... Coaches realise that they're an actual key player to the other side, work out a way to limit their yeah, yeah. Um, impact yeah. and they get out-coached again. Yeah, That's going to happen to him. They're going to start going, oh, well, fuck, we actually have to do video sessions on Crossland now. Whereas before it was like they've got a bloke you don't have to worry about playing, ignore him, focus on Ponga. Yes, or they go to a different team like Papali'i and they don't, the other team, the new team doesn't know how to utilise him. Yes. Or the environment just changes and doesn't work. Yeah. Speaking of, um, what are we talking, looking at the Kangaroos team this week, what the fuck are they doing? Does anyone know how this competition don't, works? Don't look at me. You haven't, no, I don't, haven't I don't do International Rugby League. They've just rested Haas and Tino playing New Zealand, who's the only competition in the, the whole competition. <laughs> and they've rested their... Two starting props. Who's coming what? in? Uh, Jake Travojevic and Flegler. Not bad backups. I oh, know, but they're not but, Tino but they're and not, Haas. No, they're not Tino and Haas. Fuck. Flegs, why not Flegs rest on the way up, I reckon? Flegg's great prop. Yeah. But yeah, why not rest one of your... Like, if you've got two yeah. superstar... Because like, yeah. those two why are... Why not rest them against Samoa last week? Oh, yeah, true. Or yeah. rest one at a time. Don't have them both go out. Like, I think teams have really got up for Samoa this time around. Yeah. Samoa are like, yeah, we're, we want to be T1. We're on the map. And they've been pumped in both games. Yeah, okay. So, I, I wonder if... I mean, there's no... They, they are missing a few. Luai is probably your main one. Yeah, I'll watch this. I think this Australia-New Zealand game would be good. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. New Zealand team. Yeah. And then your other game this weekend is uh, Fiji and Papua New Guinea, I think. So, yeah. I don't know how good that one will be. Oh, Fiji are really struggling without Appy, um, a couple of others, uh, Kikau. Like, they're all there too. Yeah, Fiji's main go-to men. Without them, this, you know, they're, they're not nothing too flash. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and there's talk of Fox as well, moving. Yeah, a little Fox swap. Yeah. I think Bulldogs will be mad not to do it. I think it's good for both sides. I think that's a, yeah, the the ultimate trade. There's been something with Matto and Para for ages. He doesn't get the game time he deserves, I don't think, at Para. Well, now we've got um, Hopgood in there as well. You've got Hopgood, yeah. you've got Bryce Cartwright, who fired. All very similar players, aren't mm. they? This year and then um, the other guy. And uh, <laughs> I can't even remember Lane. his name. Lane. Lane, yeah. And, and Matto sort of, mm. you know. I th- that I makes think sense. And you're missing a good winger. Yeah. Oh, we're missing centres as well, so. Um, or should I say, your wingers are missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more. Big Sevo. That's more accurate. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great swap for both teams. Uh, yeah, I think it improved both dogs teams. Dogs really need a, a 13 and you just need a winger. And you've got enough to cover Matto. I was going to say, and I think it works for the players individually as well. I think Matto will froth being at the dogs in yeah. that third, like making that 13 jersey his own, giving them some structure in that. And dogs, when you think about it too, Sadie pointed out last night, they've got young Wilson who carved up this year mm. and then they've got Karaz on the other wing. Mm. So they don't need Fox. No. They've yeah, got, true. They've got Taff coming, you got Crichton coming, which is your fullback centre, and then they play with the other centre... They move around. They've got a few. Like even like your Jake Avarillos and stuff. Avarillos gone. No, oh, he's gone. He's dolphins. Yeah, right. And they signed Josh Curran. Brad Burns. Is, Brad yeah. Burns is there. Curran. Yeah. So it's a it's a bloody good dogs team that's coming together. If if they could get a if they do this if they, get, if they get, can get this Madison Fox deal over the line, <laughs> they could be top fourteen. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. What if they then get a halfback too? Or they get a halfback top eight. Top yeah. eight. They don't have a halfback though. Yeah. But all these players around will make Big Sexy's life easy if he is the halfback. I don't know if he can or not. I don't know who they're deciding on. But but you, you're not really going to uh, have anyone to pick from to, to get a half. I mean, looks like Luai is going to stay put. Yeah. Yeah. I thought if he was going to go, that would probably be where he went to. Yeah. I agree. Surely their cap must be starting to tighten up, dogs. Dogs. They're, they're new roosters. <laughs> it's just everyone that comes on the market. We'll take them. Well, did they? We'll take them. Did they? All that money that they had to not pay for those salary cap fines. Do they get to use that again now? They don't. Don't look at me like that. Did they? I don't actually. That's did why they? they've been so shit for so long. They've been. <laughs> they've been like two hundred k down on the salary cap for. Not. Not now. It's been gone for they've a couple of years. They've been more than two hundred k shit. <laughs> they have been more than 200k Manly, Remember shit. Manly were 300k short for three years in a row? Yeah. Because some Matawai wasn't on or something like that. He retired with three years left on his deal. Yeah, and they couldn't and medically retire him or whatever and there was he, some issue there. Yeah. Well, those two teams have been the main movers and shakers so far um, as far as cattle. Mm. Who? Well, Manly and Bulldogs. Well, yeah, well, Manly been have heaps been, of changes. Manly's been flogging off a lot of their fringe players, which is it's good to see. Well, didn't you, you just say that? Was that confirmed? The Olakuatu? Nah, it's just tab- a just tabled rumor. Yeah, they're trying to lock up a few of these stars long term and get rid of these fringe players that are just taking up shit. They've offered big Woodsy contract. Have you seen the, yeah, yeah. the what they've offered? What's the stipulation? It's virtually a mentor role. 
So oh, okay. he'll mentor reserve grade with the option of at origin time and beyond if there is a top 30 spot, he may get it. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of like a training trial, but yeah, we'll give we'll pay you a livable wage. Yeah. To help. It's a great option. Because he said he was going to retire. It didn't look like he was going to get a contract. And they said, well, you're great with the young forwards. We'll put you in reserve grade, mentor them. And then if the sp- you stay fit and play in reserve grade. Yeah. And around origin time, you might get a bit of game. Probably, I, think a, I think that's a great result for probably him. On, probably get 300. Yeah. Nah. No, reckon? Nah. Not down there. 150. But fuck, he's on 150. Yeah. Like, what's he going to do? Go and get a job at Macca's. That's his other option. No, like, he's got podcasts. He's media enough media. now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He'll, he'll get a job. But he can he can top up that 150 with that media. Like, he's, yeah. he's reserve grade. So he's not now training five days a week. He's training three. Yeah. Um, and, a, yeah, he puts his right foot forward. He couldn't end up full-time job exactly as well as it keeps you it keeps your media commitments more relevant because you're still around a team Mm. you're getting your scoops you're talking to players and they still think you're a player rather than i really like him i like listening me too i think think he makes a lot of sense which is rare you can see him sort of going on maybe the fox sports or something like that we we forget that he was the origin captain for a long time yeah 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 Yeah, he's he's clearly a well-respected bloke within the group yeah yeah he copped so much shit. I tell you who, I don't know whether he'd take it, but I tell you whose job I can see him getting would be Clint Newton's as the RLPA because his days must be numbered. I could see him as an assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we got big, Manly's got big Ennis coming. As assistant coach? Well, he's in the coaching ranks. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know who the assistant coach is actually because Flano's gone. Mm. But he's... Ennis, Ennis has been signed and the last three clubs he's gone to, every team's made the grand... Last two, they've gone the grand final. The year he's gone there. Yeah, right. Raiders and Sharks. Raiders and Sharks? Yeah. Yep. 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 He was on the coaching team both both years. Yeah, there you go. He's a smart man. Oh, he's very We've said for a long smart. time. He should be origin coach in my opinion. Agreed. Easily should be origin coach. Talking racing? Yeah, fuck, not really. I did my ass on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about pony tips. Oh, well, sort of. Tips. I did want to talk about pony tips about halfway through the day because I thought I was going to be leading. And my dead last. But like, like by an insane amount. I think you were like 45 points below second last or something. So the first week I went in there with the attitude of like, I'm just going to tip what I think is a good chance around the $10 mark because... What I've been doing has been I've been going okay but not winning. And I had an awful week in the first week. I got zero. I don't think I got a, a point. And and from there on I was that far like you're seventy fifth. See, that's a bad mindset. Yeah. You can't be so there. So I just started tipping everything at thirties, trying to jag a big winner and it's I'm just getting further behind now. There is method though, because um my tips get uh done by a mate of mine. And then I submit him and he's got 18 winners so far in pony tips. But we're sitting around 37, yeah. 38 so that's, or something oh, like that. Oh, it's not, it's not, about, it's not yeah, about the most yeah. most winners yeah. tips. No, yeah. no, there's a there's a definite method yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know fuck all. Yeah. 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 You're better off doing them. Well, Larry and and you as well, what, what 30, 33 to 1? They're the ones. Horse? Yeah. What was the horse? 
That was gold trip, wasn't it? Nah, nah. One one word. Like short, short word. This is the exciting podcast stuff. <laughs> was that the that was the first week? Gold trip was the one. We got got Larry and I both got gold trip at twenty two dollars the following yeah. week, which made him win. I can't remember who. Yeah, it was one of the late races. It'll be in those Maroni colours. Those Maroni colours have been the, so good to The other way, because um, Jamie messaged me and he goes, why the fuck are you putting your tips on a Thursday? I said, oh, <laughs> I, said I just had a kid, mate. I'm putting them in Thursday if in case I forget Saturday. And anyway, I put them in the other Thursday and then I wait for scratchings and I'll go through and edit them. I took out, I took out this thing at 101 and swapped it for something else. He got done a nose, paid eleven dollars a place. <sighs> Took out two other horses. I think one was alligator blood and something else, and they both won. And I swapped mm. them for no place getters. Oh, like, no. Fuck! I should have just left it. But anyway, it's fuck. It's our game. Um, well, yeah, you're twenty four points behind T. Alliston, who is in seventy fourth position. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't finished above. I haven't finished in the top fifty any week. I think I think the best you can hope for is to win a week. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. try and get your money back. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. yeah. Once so, once I finished in the bottom of the first two weeks, I was like, well, I can't win it overall. You can't yeah. you can't bounce back from that. Yeah. The only way is to try and jag a fifty to one pot and win the week. So you've had two good weeks, Kyle. So you're in with a red hot chance if you had another good week. Yeah, well, I'm still, I thought that I thought last week was going to be my week to catch up to those two blokes above me, because you, it's not even necessarily now. Once you're up there, about having a great week, it's just about you just want to. If you're finishing in that top, probably thirty now that it's seventy five people. If you if they one of the three of us can do that the whole time, yeah. that'll be the one who wins. Well, looking back at Foodies last last year when he won. You could see that he jagged a few real long shots, mm-hmm. and then he got to about this time, and, and then he just and then he just locked and, it. Well, up. no, but see that that's been tried for the last prior to Foodie that was tried three years in a row and it didn't work for. Oh, them. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so once he's the first, you, if you watch when people hit the lead, they go straight to tipping favourites. Oh, right. Yeah, and they might peel off like yeah. like out of an eight race, ten race card, you might get. Three favorites up, yeah, at three dollars to four dollars. So yeah. you're sitting around that twelve dollar mark, yeah, yeah. That's bottom half, yeah. Twelve bucks isn't getting yeah. you there, yeah. Um, my win, I beat the bloke on a count back on Melbourne <laughs> Cup Day. He was, he was like, I think he was 16 points clear running into it, and he was home the whole day of Melbourne Cup Day. And then there was a horse called Flying Kyle. <laughs> in the last who I tipped at $42 and I was way down the bottom. Yeah. And so all he had to do was be 16, no, less dude. than 16 no, behind that me. That wasn't the... That wasn't the Flying no, Kyle? You backed it that day. I backed Flying Kyle that no, day. it was the big grey, Chris Waller colours. can't remember what it was called, but I remember it winning the last. Yeah, yeah I, so I won the last and, home. and I like... It was about 22 to 1 I think it paid and it, you got about $28 back for it. Yeah, and I went from being like... 10 behind him to being 16 in front and then we ended up on the same amount yeah. but that winner had got me over yeah, the top yeah, on total yeah, win yeah. on total dollars to yeah. get there and he did the just the favorites yep 
Yeah, he just yeah. he just sort of shut up shop once. This yeah. happens in the tipping comps, yeah. like in the footy tipping comps too. You big, just can't shut up shop in pony tips. Yeah. Big yeah. Rolsey's second money tipped overall, and he's sitting tenth. So you're, if you what came first, and the leader came last, ignoring everybody else. You would have to do that for three point seven two rounds to equal up to the leader. That's how far behind you are. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. Well, have we got three point seven two rounds left? No, we've only no, got three true. rounds to go. So you're you're mathematically eliminated already. <laughs> That's gold. You're even mathematically almost eliminated from your um side bet. Yeah. With Borley. If uh, Borley beats you this week, you can't Overtake him. We're just, it's only, I've got to put a quaddy on for us. Yeah, he's taking me to lunch. We can't with quaddy unless yeah, the quaddy wins. We'll eat the quaddy. We'll eat the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Be delightful. Um, but this week, Cox Plate is where we were heading with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cracker of a race, betting race. Can we talk about the Manicato not on Friday night? Yeah. Look, and your emotions around it, which I think are fair. First, look, I. Like when we went down, the Manicato was the highlight of the weekend apart from Winks in the Cox. But now they put Manicato in the lead-up race to the Cox Plate. But when I went back, I had a look at the Friday, so tomorrow night's meeting, and they put a race in there called the Chautauqua Stakes. And it's a pretty good sprint race. And you've still got the Mooney Valley Cup, the JRA Cup. It's a still a really – it'd be a fun – yeah, still yeah. a decent meeting. And when we went down, the Manicato was the highlight based on what we were down there for. Well, there was also no there was no Everest. Well, that's true. So, too. The so all the sprinters were there. Yeah. Where, to be honest with you, this year's Manicato looks like a one-horse race. You've got um, the Kiwi Imperatories. So it looks like she'll just brain them. So, and it's there's, what, six horses in it? Seven. So looking at that, it makes sense. I just, yeah, I sort of changed my tune a bit when I looked at what they've done. They put another sprint race on the Friday night. There's not a lot of talent in that sprint race though. On the Friday? Yeah. Yeah. It's only, well, it's not a group one. It's like I say, it's, it's definitely not a group one. It's not horrible. But Lombardo is a group one horse. So, is, well, she dances... Very much on a way up. Ranting's been around Group One, and that's Samilla's potentially around Group One. That's potentially what they need it to be, because they're not going to be able to take on the Everest, so they need to get those on the up stars. Coming it also through. gives you one extra day between the Everest, so it gives you a full two weeks mm. to get horses down there. Whether you can convince them, two weeks. Yeah, it wasn't last weekend on the Everest, was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah, no, it's not on Caulfield Cup Day. No, it has been. No, but it wasn't this year. No, it wasn't this year. No. no. So it was two weeks ago. So it's giving you two weeks between, but none Do of you them. see that stat that they put in the Battlers chat about the Everest, that they're trying to claim that 82% of people that went there had a pie? That's <laughs> fucking no way. Some people had two. Yeah, but not that many. I did see the stat they put up, the amount of pies they sold. A lot of pies, 44,000 pies. It's a lot of pies. I don't think I've ever had a pie at the races. No, that's what I mean. Like if it was something else, I could live with it. Maybe they just served pies. They didn't because they put up other oysters. Lying stats. They put up a lot of oysters. Talk about your Cox Plate tips and I'll go find... Oh, no, it's 
that easy to find. 46,000 people through the gates. Mm. 12,000 corks popped. That makes sense because mm. that's bottles. So that's, that's decent enough. 8,276 oysters. I can see that. Yeah. Buying them a dozen at a time. Yeah. Oh, a lot of them are free at a time. Yeah. Oh, at Everest Day, at Ramwick for oysters. Must be nice in the <laughs> ho- hose game or whatever hydro hose do. Um, I fucking hate oysters. <laughs> 12,000 cocktails, 620 kilos of prawns. It's not bad, go. 250,000 beverages served. Average five per person. That seemed light. Hard to get a beer. There'd be some blokes that had knocked 20 over and there'd be some there's had two or three. And then every group, some, some groups have some a me. Some have a you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I probably count in that. Some Beverages served probably includes my bottles of water. Mm. Um, I reckon the pies include sausage rolls. Oh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. The graphic has a pie. It doesn't yeah, have a pie the and graphic, sausage rolls. The graphic's lying. How many pies? 40,000 pies. It's, it's not in, on. It's they've, not, they've not sold 40,000 pies. They just haven't. And how many people? 46,498. Well, 6,000 people didn't have a pie. They missed out. No. must be good pies. No, because they also sold 880 kilos of hot chips. No, there's no way they sold that many pies. They didn't. And 22,000 desserts. Is there someone we can call? call? I think I've still got PBL's PBL's (laughs) work number. Can we ring Ringwick Racetrack? Maybe. I'll see if I can find a number. Um. 22,678 desserts. They did not serve half the people desserts. No. They just didn't. No. No. How many people do you get in do they get in the um hospitality there? 8,000? That's how many desserts they sold. No one on track is buying a fucking dessert so on they- Everest day too. Like the whole point of the day is it is aimed at 18-year-old blokes who are off their fucking head. Yeah. But they desserts could be classed as chocolates. They could be Classed as lollies, they could be classed as ice creams, you know. How many times has it been four o'clock and you've been a bag deep and you've decided, I'm going to go and get an ice cream and a chocolate? Never. I refuse to answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> at at um, Crystal Lee Bridge Day, I had two ice creams. Were you a bag deep? No. No. See, I was it's sober. the difference. I, the one I have thing- a number. Can you please write the stats down for me to ask this person? Are you going to ring him now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, champagne podcasting. <laughs> Welcome and thank you for calling the Australian Turf Club. So that we may direct your call effectively, please select one of the following options. Press 1 for membership inquiries. No. Press 2 for hospitality on that a one. race oh, day yep, That's the one. Race day inquiries too. If this is Barbara. <laughs> if it's Barbara, call it Babs. <laughs> She'll love it. Do we have to license this music? Are we going to get in trouble with copyright here? Nah. How long do we wait for you? Australian Turf Club, Kai speaking. G'day, Kai. It's uh, Duck from the Battlers podcast. How are you going? 
thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, we're just inquiring. We want to know, can you confirm to us on Everest Day, was there really 40,000 pies sold? Ticket sales. Um, Fruit, no, pies sold. Pies. What? Meat pies. Pies. Oh. Um, again, you're probably asking the wrong person. I'm just in the sales team. That would go through like our retail bar. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll just uh, try. We find there was 46,000 people there and 40,000 pies sold. It's pretty good strike rate. Yeah, I guess. That's quite a big number. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can try to email our reception. That's all good. And they might be able to follow up with you. All good. Thanks for your time. All right. That's okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Unconfirmed. No, that's well, not unconfirmed. She knew. Uh, yeah, she was. She was, she was just playing KG. She's, so she's part she's of had the, the machine. She's had the PR training. Yeah. The PVL PR. Yeah. It's a bit sheepish. Admit nothing. It's no. It's no good. I'm not having it. There's no way. Do we go and you deeper? shouldn't be. We might need to turn this in. We might need to put Stixie on the case. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> we'll just email PVL. Yeah, we'll sort him out. Well, in between White House visits, he can tell us. No, we can't email him. That can't lie through his teeth consistently. Yeah. He'll. You'll email him, and he'll be like, "Oh no, we stuffed up putting the number down. It was a hundred and forty thousand pies." <laughs> Um, now, have we got a Tino diary? Yeah, we do. Oh, uh, and we need a tip too, don't we? Let's go tips, then yeah, we'll get to Tino. about Cox Plate. Oh, well, I thought you were doing... You know, you were ringing the lady. Cox Plate, who's winning? Ah, uh, fuck, I don't know. That's all right. Is our horse in? I'm glad that we waited to hear you <laughs> say, I don't know. No, look, it's... Oh, I could not talk you out of any of them. Uh, oh, probably Couldn't you? Pinstripe. Let me find one that you could talk me out of. Um... Pinstripe. My Oberon. I reckon you yeah, took me out of that. My Oberon couldn't win 2000. There, there's a few of them that are very questionable at the 2000 in Brightside. I think Alligator Blood, I know he won over 2000 last time, but it was at Flemington. He's had two goes at Mooney Valley, never ran a place. Uh, my Oberon doesn't run it. Pinstripe, big question mark. Fangirl, big question mark. Dewis, probably not good enough. Oh. Probably not good enough. Fun fact though, Damien Oliver won his first ever Cox Plate for Bart Cummings and he's got his last ever Cox Plate with Edward Cummings, his grandson. That'll do me. There's my tip. Race nine, number nine, $27. That's my tip this week. I'm, I'm with the two three-year-olds. I said months ago King Colorado looked like a Cox Plate horse and... He's got. He's there with forty nine and a half. They said they're going to probably jump on the bunny and play a bit of catch me if he can. But a uh, militarized looks very very good. So I don't. I know that they can't, but I just don't like those young ones that haven't seen Mooney Valley. Yeah, but they've been there all week. Yeah, I know, and I get it, but it's such a specialist track. Sticks is gone. Race nine, number eight, fangirl. So he's in the Cox Plate. Eight fifty. I'm going to go on. This is not my weekly tip, but I'm going King Colorado on top. Gold trip for second. 
and Miller tries third. I'm going the two three-year-olds in gold trip. He's flying gold trip. I reckon this 2040 really suits him back from the Caulfield Cup. He gets he gave everyone weight in the Caulfield Cup. Not that fussed on him in the Melbourne going up to 58 and a half. But I think at, that's just at, too much. He's weight not. for age here. I, I think he could come over the top of him. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with you there. I don't think I can find anything to get disagree with. My tip this week is Sevo two tries. <laughs> Fair call. Um, was there another? My two. I haven't given mine yet. Oh, but didn't we get another tip in the pot? Sticksy and someone. I only saw sticks. Oh no, that was just Stevie Ruth saying he couldn't come. I'm very confident in this one. I tipped her in the Everest and she was a pretty good run, but back to Mayor's grade in the Invitational, I think Espiona pisses in race eight, mm. number two, $3.30. Done. Done. Tino's right. diary. Well, we've got a bit of housekeeping first. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was your son's birthday and uh, – uh, I mentioned it to Uncle Tino, and uh, he said, "I've oh. got to get, I've got to get um, Carl's son a present because you talk about him all the time and tell me what a good bloke he is." <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, well, what do you think you're going to get?" And he's like, oh, "A manatee." And I said, "No, nah, they don't survive well in rivers." <laughs> and uh, he said, "What about a dune buggy?" And I said, "No, I don't think he can drive yet." So. Uh, he said, oh, don't worry, I'll think of something. And then uh, he sent it down and I had it in the back of my car when I attended the birthday party. And I got cold feet giving it to you. <laughs> and I thought, no, I'll, I'll wait until the podcast. And so here is Uncle Tino's present. Uncle Tino's for, present for H-E Bear. Yeah, and there's a story to it as well. But uh, you can open it for I can open it on half you should probably open it prior to him getting it because I don't know whether you want to give it to him or the not. The drink would be Mary Armada hip flask for, for Harvey turning four. Happy fourth birthday, Harvey. Love Tino. That is the best. So, so <laughs> Uncle Tino fucked up. Yeah, you can't see this, listeners, but he actually got it engraved. Happy fifth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone told Uncle Tito that it was actually his fourth birthday. So we've got a lovely little sticker over the top a, there. A plastic four over the top of the five. And oh, that is incredible. So Uncle Tino's he's had a bit too many head knocks already. Yeah, in his career. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, good oh. on Uncle Tino for trying. Thank you, Uncle Tino. Um, before we get to his his poem this week, um, November kicks yep. off next week. We'll be. All clean shaven by next week. Yep. Yep. Um, you guys will be very – you'll be more puffed than you came up this morning because you will have had your first walk. Um, I'll be – I think my first challenge is 100 push-ups. I've just eased myself in there. The, the first promo video came out last night too for uh, – Yeah, for Olympics. Olympics. What do we need to remember about the Olympics? Uh, 12 at 12. 12 at 12. So yep. 12 o'clock on the 12th. Yeah. Out at – Tari 10 pin. Tari 10 pin. Yeah. Just got to get in contact with someone. Remember that you can – no, you just turn up on the day. Turn up on the day. Don't need to yep. pre-book. Yeah, no, no. 
everyone's invited. You can have a few drinks there as well. So uh, get the missus to drop you there or whatever. And remember that uh, back to the club afterwards. Um, and then for bring the presentation. Pl- yep. And bring plenty of cash. Yes. There'll yes. Be, you can. Lots of things you can do yep. with your cash on the day. Yeah. So being my Olympics, it's not just your standard game of bowling. There's quite a few different things that you have to do now um, is it named my olympics after the november event or after its inaugural winner uh <laughs> he hasn't given the trophy back yet i'm getting a bit worried so Mo, well maybe he's maybe he's bringing it on the day maybe yeah, he wants yeah, to just keep yeah. keep every little every hour of that trophy in his grasp still well he spent a lot of money to get it in the first year yeah so, he did yeah. either that or he lost it and he's just panicking trying to find something similar Uh, and and in speaking of that i'm finding it very hard to find uh tan or off-white jackets um right for the prizes so if anyone can point me in the right direction for that that'd be very appreciated (laughs) yeah you go through the back of the cupboard you have a few tan ones in there tan i don't think i got a tan one i've got plenty of jackets yeah we need to go and raid richie benno's house (laughs) why's it got to be tan because that was where he said, we, before doing any research, that was what he decided on. Yeah. And he's told people about it. You can find pretty much every other colour except for tan. I reckon I've got an old grey one, an old blue one. Yeah. I've got an We've electric, got old those ele- ones. electric blue. Oh, I've got a bright Ooh. red. I've, I've got a bright red somewhere. Wouldn't fit anybody. We can't have a green one though because that's already taken by the golf. So. Oh, fuck the golf. <laughs> They'll be saying what golf soon. All right. Well, let's open it up. And if anyone wants to donate jackets, bring them in. Perfect. All right. Open it up, Leon. (laughs) What do you got? What's Tino got for us to close us out for the week? Okay. Dear Diary, this one is called Ice to an Eskimo. There once was a CEO named Pete who went to the White House for a meet. He made a few deals that were sus while throwing elbow under the bus and got the malaka kicked out in the street. Love Tino. Tino, he's up with current events, isn't he? For a bloke with a lot of head knocks. Yeah. He's aware of what's going on around him. He either listens to the paper or... <laughs> listens <laughs> to the paper. He probably yeah, does he, listen to the yeah, paper. That's yeah, probably the only way yeah. he could ingest the paper. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like how he used uh, the Greek word for wanker as well. <laughs> that is very clever. Philandis, he's done, he's done well there. Philandis Philandis is Greek. Is Greek. He's done some research yeah, as well. He has. Yeah. Wonder if you um wonder do you reckon Tino will get to go over with them? You'd hope so. He'd he's a he'd spend all his he'd spend all his time at SeaWorld though. Imagine mm. him at the big SeaWorld. He'd be patting them big killer waves. Fuck, he'd have a time. Yeah. He would have the time. Yeah. All right, that's all we've got time for. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you bye.